Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. On air and on the road, Jay Gruden is driven by the Tebrit Automotive Group, Tebrit Ford and Chantilly in Fairfax, your F-150 headquarters, and Tebrit Chevrolet and Sterling, home to Tebrit for life, lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop at Tebrit.com. Jay, good to talk to you again, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. How are you guys doing? Good, buddy. We are well. Uh, let's talk about the final four remaining in the NFL. We'll go back through some of the games we saw, but any surprises to you? What jumped out at you from this weekend most? Uh, not really big surprises. I think the best teams won. A great matchup in Buffalo and Kansas City. I just uh, I think the difference between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes might be that you know if Patrick Mahomes got the ball back at the end, he'd probably win it, and Josh Allen couldn't quite get it done. That's the biggest surprise, I think, or biggest. I mean, it's just a tough deal for Josh Allen to, you know, lose three times in a row to him. But that was a great game. San Fran, I think Purdy struggling early was a little bit of a surprise. And then he got it together, had the final drive, which was great. Uh, Detroit's line, offensive line is powerful, man. And Jameer Gibbs is awesome. Uh, They have a chance to beat anybody with that offensive line. They got to play a little bit better defense, though. And then uh, Baltimore. Baltimore is just, uh, they might be the perfect team. They, They don't have any weaknesses. Jay, I want to come back to the Ravens, but let's start with the Bills that you mentioned up there first. They've won double-digit games, at least 10 since 2019 every year. Uh, they've got a couple 13-win seasons, 11 this year after that kind of you know mediocre start. They ripped off a bunch straight and looked like really, really dangerous. They've pretty much done everything right. It's My heart kind of breaks for, for Allen and McDermott and those fans up there to never be able to punch through. You, you kind of mentioned this about, about Allen. Do you sort of feel like they're missing something up there that's why they haven't done it yet, or is it just a bad time because Mahomes is in the league? Yeah, it's a bad time because Mahomes in the league, that's one. And number two, you have to be almost perfect to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, Mandy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and when your kicker misses a field goal to tie it. Um, and you have a few errant plays here and there. You don't capitalize on plays that are there. You know, Diggs dropped that deep one, and then Josh got pushed in the back when uh, Shakir was wide open, and uh, that one fell to the ground. Uh, you just have to hit on all cylinders to beat Kansas City, and unfortunately, they just didn't make the plays that were there for them. I mean, they'll learn from it. They'll hopefully get some better defensive players healthy, their best players healthy again, and make another run next year. What happened to Stephon Diggs as the year went on? I mean, it couldn't be that he just, like, hit a wall, I don't think, right? No. He's 30 years old, no. but he just yeah. was – I mean, he got outperformed by Shakir over the last half of the year. He did, and uh, he didn't, didn't have a 100-yard receiving game since October, I think it was. He still has great suddenness and burst out of his cuts. I still think he's an excellent receiver. I just think they really committed to the run a lot more. Josh Allen's quarterback design runs and James Cook and Dalton Kincaid started, Kincaid started to merge a little bit as a quality uh, target for uh, Josh, and then Shakir started to, to rear his head a little bit. So I just think he wasn't quite the number one read all the time. Josh is starting to spread the ball around a little bit better. 
that's not good for Diggs, but it was better for the football team. You mentioned Kincaid. Uh, the rookie had an outstanding first season. Sam Laporta with Detroit, even more impressive than Dalton. 73 catches, 673 yards this year. Mando, I covet a young tight end and a weapon. You had Jordan Reed when you were here. I know there aren't guys like him available in many drafts, but uh, can you speak to just how big a deal it is if you have a, a pass catcher, and we saw it for a season with Logan Thomas, who could be a mismatch and a guy who could really be a weapon, what that could do for whoever the next head coach is to unlock whoever's starting a quarterback. It means everything. And if you have a young quarterback, you better have a good tight end. I mean, it just is a huge uh, safety blanket for the quarterback, and it's an easy target to throw to. They work the linebackers between the numbers, and those are easier throws for quarterbacks than throwing outside the numbers to speed guys on deep outs and comebacks and over corners and cover two and all that stuff. You work the middle of the field, and they get great matchups if they can separate and get in and out of their cuts. They get good matchups in man-to-man off linebackers or safeties. And uh, You look at Kelsey and the teams that are in it right now, Laporta, like you mentioned, and Kittle in San Francisco. All these teams that are left have a quality tight end that can make things happen, especially on third down when the game's on the line. They're just great targets and friendly targets, and they're big and they're physical. And if they can block also, you've got yourself a, a winner. Jay Gruden with us here on G&D. Let's go to the Chiefs uh, part of this thing. At times this year, they didn't really look right, like or like we've seen them in the past, that offensive juggernaut, but their defense was so good. This game, it really felt like their offense kind of built that defense out a couple times over. What did you see from them, and, and how do you think they match up against Baltimore? They did bail them out this week, and, and obviously the Bills had a great plan for the Chiefs' defense. They had a lot of long drives, not a lot of possessions for these teams because both teams had some 10, 12, 14 plays drives that really ate up a lot of clock. Uh, but Kansas City's defense really has done an unbelievable job all year of keeping them close, and, and then Patrick, of course, will get it done at the end. But I think the emergence of Rasheed Rice has really helped out a lot for Kansas City's offense. It's taken a little bit of pressure off Kelsey. Teams can't just single him out all the time. Uh, Valdez Scantling had a couple catches, which was shocking. He, he actually hung on to the ball, which is good for them. <laughs> but Pacheco has really been the key for them uh, moving forward. He's a physical runner between the tackles. They have good offensive line play. Hopefully, Thune Thurney, uh is okay with his pec injury because he's a huge uh, big man in that middle of that offensive line, which opens up the holes for Pacheco. So the run game and the emergence of Rasheed Rice, I think has really made Kansas City into the championship contender they are. What do you see conceptually from the Lions offense and you know them trying to scheme up Tampa that you like? They, they targeted St. Brown and Laporta 25 times of uh, Goff's 43 attempts. Well, they have great skill. You know, Gibbs is unbelievable. Laporte is great. St. Brown can do a lot of different things. And Jared Goff is a very accurate rhythm-type thrower. And if he can throw from his spot, Tampa did try to disrupt his uh, spot a lot by blitzing here and there. But uh, the offensive line for Detroit is really what their team's all about. They're physical. They take after their head coach. And, uh, yeah, I think really what tells you what type of team they are is the fourth and three at the three, where they ran it right up the middle, right right over Vita Vea for a walking touchdown. That is a – Gutsy call by Ben, and uh, I'm sure the offensive linemen loved it, and that's things that they can rally on and really, really uh, help put the Lions over the top and got them the confidence they needed to win that game. How did Tampa get here? Well, they had the, you know, the NFC South wasn't that great, so they got some wins in that division, and, and uh, Todd Bowles is a very good defensive coach. He does a good job, and Baker had a pretty good solid season. You know, he had some games where you're like shaking your head. He does some Baker-type things, but I think over the course of the 17, 18, 19 games that he played, he played pretty darn good, and Mike Evans is a legitimate number one receiver now. He is a great, great player. Obviously, they got Godwin and Rashad White really has emerged as a quality running back for him, so 
they have a pretty good football team over there. And when you have Todd Bowles on defense, coaching that defense, they're going to be disruptive. And Baker Mayfield uh, proved that he's the starting quarterback in this league. It sounded like you said you thought Detroit, even though they're down now, one of their interior linemen. I think Jonah Jackson, their guard, is Jonah not going to start. Yeah. But you sound it sounded like you thought maybe they could give San Francisco a run, even leaving the Dome, going out on the road cross-country. I do think they can. Um, I think uh, they're, they're so big up front. They're very good, and they're very diverse in what they do. Ben does a good job of utilizing his weapons, like I mentioned. Um, the running game, they can run between the tackles. They get outside. Jameer Gibbs has the speed to get out there. Montgomery has the power between the tackles. Obviously, St. Brown is a great weapon. Laporta, you mentioned. Josh Reynolds can go up top still a little bit. And the way Jared Goff is throwing the football, uh, for sure they have a chance. And, 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 and Purdy struggled a little bit. And it was raining and all that stuff. I don't know if his confidence is a little bit shaken right now. This is a good time to play San Francisco, in my mind. I know Purdy had a great final drive, and they got the win, which is what counts. But in the course of the 60-minute game, I give Detroit a very good chance in this game because of the way they're playing, the confidence they have, and the power that they have on offense. Joe, uh, Joe, I'm sure. Jay, let me go to the Ravens real quick. Uh, defensively, what makes them so tough? I mean, I, obviously they got really good players, but nobody thought they'd be this good coming into the season. And they took some cast-offs and a bunch of guys that nobody really was that interested in and made this group one of the best of all time statistically. Yeah, they're disruptive up front. They do a lot of stunting and moving, but the speed of the linebackers and the way their linebackers can cover people is is the difference, I think, in that football team. They've always had a good secondary, even Marlon Humphrey being out. They still play hard. Darby took over for him. <laughs> He's been on three or four different teams. Uh, but they do a great job of matching concepts uh, in the secondary. But the key is those two linebackers. They just run sideline to sideline. They're physical between the tackles. They can rush the passer. And then defensively, the four-man rushes can get home. And they just play good, sound football, and they're a very violent football team. And they hustle, and they fly to the football. They always take good angles, and you're not going to get any big plays against them. It's very difficult to get big plays against them. And you know, If you're going to try to get 12-play drives against the Baltimore Raven defense, it's going to be tough for you. I mean, how would you try to game plan for them? Like, you, you got to play them this weekend. I guess you have the benefit of having Mahomes in that hypothetical. But just as a play designer, what are you trying to do? Well, you got to try to figure out some chunk plays somehow. And I'm sure Andy Reid will try to design something. But you also have to be patient. Patrick has to be patient and take what the defense gives them and try to work the matchups, you know, the favorable matchup they have. I don't know if they Baltimore's going to play a lot of man-to-man versus – uh, Kansas City with uh, Travis Kelsey, and if they do, they'll have Hamilton on him, which will be a pretty good matchup, interesting matchup. But they're going to be more matchup zone type team, and the key is how they can keep Patrick in the pocket and not let him escape and make the big plays with his legs, the unscripted plays. That'll be the difference in the game. And, and good luck doing that because Patrick does that versus everybody. But that'll be the key of the game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For the Ravens offense, obviously they run it so well. How much of that is a great running scheme and design versus the threat of having Lamar Jackson take off? Uh, the threat is gigantic. Same with Buffalo. When they started running the ball good with Josh Allen's threat of running a football, you can't crash defensive ends. They always have to kind of play with their eyes and everybody's kind of hesitant to really hit the gaps they have to hit because they're, they're afraid of the quarterback running and Lamar you have to keep your eyes on him dang there you know you, you have to you might lose some gap integrity because everybody's watching Lamar and then uh, by the time you realize he doesn't have the ball now you got to get back to your gap now the linemen are up on you big Morgan Moses and Kevin Zeitler on the right side they're physical type players they can maul people uh, they get outside Ronnie Stanley on the left side they're very athletic on the left side Linder Ball is a great center he can get up on a second level in a hurry uh, and, and the quarterback design runs and the runs of the Gus, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, they're, they're just they're just hard to stop. The injury for the Chiefs that I think worries me the most this weekend is Willie Gay. You know, their inside linebacker, they had him spying Allen. He got hurt. He would be their spy for Lamar. If he can't play, I think that's a big loss. They're already down their nose tackle, a big 320-pound run stuff where you saw the Bills run the ball on them. I, what do you, I mean, if you don't have Gay, just – that seems like it could be a game changer in terms of trying not to let Lamar coming off 100 rushing yards, you know, go crazy as a ball carrier. Yeah, that's a big miss for them because he does do a good job of that spy technique and he can run pretty good. So you got to have somebody that can run in that linebacker spot if you're playing the Ravens. That's for sure because not only do you have to, you know, worry about the, uh, you know, the running game, you have to worry about Lamar, then you have to worry about the passing game. Isaiah Likely is getting on top of people and. You know, obviously, they still got Beckham and Bateman and Zay Flowers will be bad. I mean, these guys just have a different ways they can hurt you. And it's not just running the football. They can throw the ball extremely well. And when you take away the pass, Lamar will run it. When you take away the run, he'll throw it. And it's just a very tough, tough afternoon for defensive play callers against the Baltimore defense. Jay Gruden with us here on G&D. Let's go to the NFC side real quick again, Jay. If you're Detroit, if you're in some of those meetings right now, how do you game plan against San Francisco? Well, you know, they have a pretty good pass rush. So you got to make sure you have somebody helping out with Bosa. Uh, he's a good player in interior, but they have great linebacker play as well. I think San Francisco and Baltimore are the two best linebacking duos in pro football. And uh, those guys can run, and you just have to make sure you're very patient with what you do and uh, take what they give you. And at some point, you're going to have to take a shot against some of these corners that they have. I know uh, uh, Ward is uh, playing at a Pro Bowl level. He's a great player. Maybe work on the other corner on the other side, take some shots try to manufacture some big plays and uh, try to get outside the pocket with a very 
fast-pursuing defense. I think you can get him with some uh, nakeds and some bootlegs on the outside to try to get some easy throws for your quarterback for Jared Goff, which he's very good at, the play passes. You know, everybody's going to be worried about Gibbs and all that stuff, so maybe you can utilize him and uh, work some play actions with him in the game and uh, take some shots at Laporta or Amonra St. Brown. Jay, you mentioned helping against Bosa. Green Bay does something. I feel like they do it a lot, but I, I can't prove it. I want your take on this big picture football. I love that they'll keep a tight end, and I put that in quotes, to maybe chip or help out against a lineman, and then if the quarterback's in trouble, he becomes a very late release valve. Is that something that you like doing in your offenses, or is that kind of uncommon? Yeah, no, you got to do it. You have to do it, you know, especially when we lost Trent Williams. Uh, we had Donald Penn in there. He's 37 years old. You know, he's had seen better days. We had to do that a lot, and uh, you have to you have to protect your tackles against some of these speed, especially known passing situations. And, even in first and second down, sometimes you'll put a tight end there and, and bang them on the way out or keep them in. And, and uh, you just make sure your quarterback can set his feet and throw it and then leak them out late. And sometimes those late leakers can be big plays, 15, 20 yards, because the defense don't see them, they don't respect them, and they get back on their panic drops and they get so far back in their hook zones or their flat zones, they lose sight of the tight end. You can dump it off to them for a nice safety valve. Jay Gruden, Monday appointment with us, 5 o'clock throughout the postseason here on Grant and Danny to break down all the action. Uh, you mentioned Brock Purdy's struggles. Uh, he ended up having the one big drive at a, the critical moment to help San Francisco win, but it was not pretty for him, obviously. Weather? I mean, it was wet. I don't know how big his hands are. He was wiping his pants as he was getting ready to throw, like while dropping back. A couple of viral videos came out. What do you think was with his performance? Because I think that's unsettling if you're Kyle Shanahan getting ready now to take on Detroit. Yeah, I think the water, the wetness of the ball had a lot to do with it for some reason. He couldn't get a good grip on it. He's got big enough hands. I don't think that's the issue which people are pointing to, but um, some people just have trouble throwing a wet ball. I couldn't stand throwing a wet ball when I played. I, you know, Sometimes my, sweater was, my center was so sweaty, the ball would be all wet, and I'd throw knuckleballs out there. I couldn't stand it. Uh, so, yeah, sometimes the weather has different effects on different quarterbacks. Cold weather has some effect, but It'll be a nice, sunshiny day in San Francisco next week, and then they play in Vegas if they win the next week, so the weather won't be an issue coming up for the San Francisco 49ers. Biggest issue is Debo to me. I think Debo Samuel is a huge, huge player for that football team. If he doesn't play, that'll be a a big advantage for Detroit. So go into that. I mean, they're 21-3 and when Debo and McCaffrey play, and, and they're way closer to 500 when both of them aren't on the field. It's just one weapon, albeit a Swiss Army knife, but what changes so much? His versatility, uh, his toughness, you know, he's not only a physical player after the ball's in his hands, but he's a good blocker and he's physical. He helps out McCaffrey in a running game, uh, the play action game. His ability to take a short pass and make it into a big play is what makes that offense go. You know, it's old West Coast style offense. You get the ball to Jerry Rice on a slant route, he runs for 60. You get the ball to Debo on a little screen, he runs for 40. Not many guys can do that. They don't have the physicality and the and the toughness to do that, and that's what Debo brings to the table, tough, physical-minded football player that is a dominant player, and he can make big plays at any time on the field. And when you don't have him on the field, now you're counting on Jawan Jennings, who had a decent game, but it's not quite the same. you know. So now you got to feature more of Christian McCaffrey and uh, be a little bit more patient and try to get the ball to Kittle a little bit more but and Ayuk a little bit more, but Debo is a different animal out there. Jay, for a guy like Dan Campbell or, or some of the players that, that haven't been in this big of a game before, what would your advice be to them as they approach this, you know, the world stops, the whole, not, not just the sporting world, but now casual viewers, 50 million people plus probably are going to be watching these games, and it just feels bigger than the normal football. What would your advice be to guys that are going through that? 
I think you got to keep your uh, practice plan very similar to what it's been all year. Nothing has to be different. You don't have to go crazy and hey, we got to do special things in, in this game. We got to be who you are and what your identity is, and, and preach that the reason why you're in this position is because of what we've done in this category, the way we're running the ball, the physicality that we play with, the toughness, the mental toughness, the fortitude that we have that we can come back and uh, overcome any type of adversity. That's who we are. That's what we're about. And I know it's, that's what Dan Campbell has preached all along, biting kneecaps, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to play physical. They're going to play tough, and they're never going to give up. They're going to be relentless for 60 minutes, and that's what makes Detroit so dangerous. Would you be ready if you were the Packers after this season to give Jordan Love the extension he's now going to get if and when they pay him, which is, I don't know, four years and like $200 million or something crazy? Yeah, I think the last 10 games of the season, I think, prove Jordan Love deserves – uh, to be a starting quarterback for Green Bay for a long time. And he's only going to get better. I think, uh, you know, I was talking to somebody who was with Green Bay uh, last year, and he said that this rookie year he was not very good. And then somehow he's do, doing scout team, and he's working on throwing motions and arm angles, and he just got better and more confident. And he gets a game. He struggled a little bit early and had some bad games. But then it just all clicked for him. And, and when you see a quarterback with that type of confidence that can make the type of throws that he can make, you got to extend them because he obviously has a good feel for the offense. LaFleur knows how to coach him, and he can make every type of throw you want. So you got to extend them. Jay, who's going to the Super Bowl? Uh, Baltimore and San Fran. Easy. One season. Not easy. I think San Fran's going to have a little bit more trouble. I'm more, if Debo doesn't play, that's going to be uh, it's going to be a closer game than, I, than a lot of people think. And I think uh, Detroit will give him a run for the money. But I think at the end of the day. If Trent and all those guys play for San Francisco, McCaffrey will be ready to roll. I think San Fran will get after Detroit's defense a little bit. Hey, a little insider football trading here. Uh, just as a coach who sat in on all these. So I don't know if you heard the comment, but Tom Rinaldi, the sideline reporter on Fox, after Anders Carlson missed the kick that was so critical in that Green Bay game, said that Matt LaFleur told him this week, he basically said, when Carlson goes out there, I just pray. Did you hear that comment on the broadcast? <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. Okay, so, but, well, he he mentioned it on the telecast. They went down to him for a report, and he's like, yeah, they've known this. He's missed a kick five straight weeks, whatever. Well, the reason I bring this up is that apparently was a comment that LaFleur had made during their weekly sit-down at the boardroom table kind of bit, off-the-record conversation. And LaFleur, when he was talking about this now with the media, they were, he was asked about that comment. And he said, that was extremely disappointing that that's how it was portrayed. He said, I've been doing this for, been part of production meetings ever since I became a coordinator. I've never had an experience like that, but it is what it is. I told Anders about it. He said he basically was joking about it. It was like in passing, and it was kind of a funny comment. But my my question to you is, number one, that does feel like if if it was said in there to quote him on the sideline report, seems like a violation of kind of the unwritten rules. I just want to know what you think about that. Yeah, that's not right for somebody to to bring that back out in public. You know, when you say behind closed doors and you're just kind of talking jokingly around, you know, especially about a player like that, you know, it's, it's, it's that's not right. You know, I, I've said some things before as well noted uh, behind closed doors that hopefully doesn't get out, but uh, a lot of it has. But, you know, it's unfortunate. Uh, like what? You know, sometimes when, it, and what when got the kicker out? does when the kicker does go out there, a lot of times, you know, you do say a little quick little prayer to yourself because you know you hate kicking field goals. Number one, number two, you just never know. You got a center, you got the holder, you get you got a block for the thing, and and then you got to make the thing. It's, it's never an easy deal when you're kicking a field goal unless you're Baltimore with Justin Tucker or some of these other teams with these unbelievable kickers. 
Jay, what got out? What was what 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 violated the circle of trust? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Something probably. I have to chop it. You weren't my thinking Twitter. about anything specific. <laughs> was there anything specific? No, no. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Jay, thank you. It was good catching up. You got it. Thank you, guys. We'll see you, buddy. There's Jay Gruden. Joins us each and every week on Grant and Danny. On air and on the road, Jay Gruden is driven by the Tampered Automotive Group, Tempered Ford and Chantilly and Fairfax, Ref 150 Headquarters, and Tempered Chevrolet and Sterling, home to Tedbert for life, lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop at Tedbert.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T